0: Hey everybody welcome back to the backbuilders podcast i just want to let you guys know a couple of things before we start this episode first of all you might hear some weird audio ticking some feedback um, maybe not i'm not sure i haven't edited this edit it yet but if you do hear that i just wanted to apologize i'm not able to actually fix it yet because i'm leaving for utah in literally about 30 minutes I have absolutely no time to do this episode. I have no time to figure out any audio issues. Secondly, I would just like to thank my newest Patreon supporters. We have about 10 new Patreon supporters within the last few days. You can sign up within my Patreon. You have about a day left to get into this billing cycle, which means that instead of waiting a whole month to get your vinyl or your appreciation letter or anything like that, you only have to wait a day. So without further ado, thank you for those Patreon supporters. And I needed to make this episode because... It's been a long time coming. I've had thoughts about COVID-19 um, since about the second week of the breakout or you know, the quote pandemic or when they started, the lockdown, that's what it was, when they started locking everything down. For the first two weeks, I definitely bought into the COVID hype. I was wearing masks to my family's house for their safety. I was in self-quarantining. I got taken out of the, the academy early. Um, so I had every reason to believe that there was an actual pandemic taking place. Pandemics aren't something that the human race is unfamiliar to. They've happened since, since we've had immune systems. Um, the last big one was the Spanish flu that killed millions upon millions of people. That was only 100 years ago, so the average cycle for the average deadly pandemic is about 100 years usually. So we were due for one. So all the signs pointed to this being an actual pandemic. I've always been interested in pandemics and how they spread. I've understood that Americans aren't the most healthy people. I've understood that we aren't the best at, you know, washing our hands and staying home when we're sick. We still go to the gym when we're sick and stuff like that. So all the signs pointed towards this being an actual pandemic. And for the first two weeks, I definitely was as cautious as I could possibly be. However, as time went on, and I should have verbalized this out loud, but you have to remember that I'm still in the army. And this was when the coronavirus was starting to become hyper political. And I was afraid that if the army, um, if the army caught me, speaking aloud about how the, I'm starting to believe that the coronavirus is a fraud. I was afraid that I was going to get in trouble by the army. However, I do realize that speaking about this now, I am safe because I am merely stating the facts and my opinion that derives from the CDC's data. So going by the logic of, you know, going by the logic of if we were so quick to trust the cdc about wearing masks and going to lockdown and that there's going to be hundreds upon hundreds possibly even millions of deaths that it would only make sense that now that the cdc had this update that i'm about to tell you guys about i am only going off of what the cdc said what they're saying and thus going off of their science. So it wouldn't make any sense to come at me and say that I am spreading misinformation or anything like that. Because if you're saying that I am spreading misinformation, you're saying that the CDC is spreading misinformation. So pick your poison there, I guess. So, all right. So first of all, I got a message last night from my friend, The Invincible Way. He's a really good Instagram friend of mine. And he brought me up a really interesting COVID-19 update, a CDC update. So if you guys don't know, the CDC updates their stats on COVID-19 every, I want to say it's like every week or two um, about the coronavirus. They give you updates on death rates. They give you um, updates on how people are dying, Quote: how people are dying from the coronavirus age and sex and um, all this stuff like that. And on august let's see what day this actually was Uh, guys i'm gonna blast through this episode another thing that i'd like to like for you guys to do is spread this episode as much as you possibly can if you don't mind but let me just update you guys on something real quick so i said this was updated right under our noses including mine by the cdc not a peep from the media all right so cormidities i'm not really sure what that what that means i'm sorry but um i don't have time to google search it right now like i normally do but it says I'm looking at a graph right now. This is from the CDC website that you can find. I'll put the link in the bio, uh, bio of this uh, episode. But it says, table three shows the types of health conditions and contributing causes mentioned in conjunction with deaths involving coronavirus 2019. For This is the most important part right here, guys. This changes absolutely everything. It says, for the 6% of deaths, COVID-19 was the only cause mentioned for deaths with conditions or causes in addition to COVID-19 on average there were uh I actually highlighted that out there were 2.6 additional conditions or causes per death the number of deaths was each condition or so what that basically means is that out of and then I and then I highlighted total deaths for coronavirus in 2019 was 153,000 now at first glance, that looks like that's a pretty significant amount. It is 153,000 deaths worth shutting the country over, uh, you know, global economy down over? Are we really just, I feel like at that point, if we were to stop the economy, well, we did stop the, I feel like the idea was we are going to stop people dying from COVID-19 by shutting down the economy, thus making more people die. We're just preventing death with more death at that point. So 153,000 that is pretty significant however it says only six percent of those deaths of those one hundred fifty-three thousand deaths were from covid alone meaning they had no secondary conditions they had no respiratory issue or like no heart disease no quadruple bypass no diabetes nothing. it was just they died from covid 19 alone now correct me if i'm wrong i'm not a medical professional here so this is going to be kind of sketchy so i'm trying to keep this as baseline as possible but if we can say that uh, 153,000. What is 6% of 153,000? That leads us to approximately 9,210 deaths. COVID-19 has killed 9,210 people. We shut down the entire world for a virus that has killed 9,210 people. We've taken our kids... Out of school for a virus that has killed 9,210 people. Thousands upon thousands of small businesses have been destroyed, if not completely eradicated, for a virus that kills 9,210 people. Countless jobs lost. Homes. Families displaced. No work. The economy crippled, suicide rates through the roofs, antidepressants getting sold like crazy right now, all for a virus that has killed 9,210 people. We've been in this lockdown since March. We were supposed to flatten the curve after what, 14, 15 days? We We are going into September now, September, guys. And then you look at other European countries who virtually had little to no lockdown, like Sweden, a country that I'm very familiar with. I still have a lot of friends there, you know, and they barely locked down and they're fine. Their death rate is virtually nothing. They've had almost nobody die from the coronavirus, but yet. But yet they never went on lockdown. The masks have been proven to do very little. They tell us that the coronavirus is one of the most contagious diseases that has ever existed, however, I can walk into any store with anything on my face as long as I have something on my face. I could put a banana peel over my nose and they're not going to say anything. You know how many times I've walked into a store without a mask on because I forgot it and I just put my shirt over my nose and that's good enough? An entire nation muzzled and masked as our cities burned through riots and, quote, peaceful protests over a virus that has killed 9,210 people. This is coming from the CDC, guys. This isn't coming from me. This is coming from the CDC. This was updated right under your nose, right under my nose. The country was virtually unaware of, of this. Besides, I just started seeing it come out yesterday. Yesterday. Now, this is good. I will give props to the CDC for actually amending their studies it could have been so easy for them to be like oh oh we don't we shouldn't we kind of messed up here but i feel like somebody in the cdc is looking out for us so though the cdc and you know that rat Fauci did push for this lockdown and masks they are now amending their studies and saying this virus isn't nearly as bad as we once thought it was not even close Dr. Elizabeth Hesse from DC, she on Facebook, she posted this, and I believe that she was one of the people who made this go viral. It's pretty much what I just said, but I'll summarize it. Copy after I verified it. Look for the link below. It takes you to the CDC website, which, by the way, if you don't have the link itself, going to the CDC website and finding the study is nearly impossible. So you're going to need the link from somebody. This week, the CDC quietly updated the COVID number to admit that only 6% of all 153,000 COVID deaths, or sorry, uh 6% of all 153,000 deaths recorded actually died from COVID-19. That's a total of 9,200 deaths. Now, this is another important part too. The other 94% had two to three other serious illnesses and the overwhelming majority were of a very advanced age, 90% in nursing home. That's a pretty big boom. Now, this is a, this is another important part too. This is something I totally agree with her on, right? She said I'm not going to say that this is not real. She's talking about COVID-19. I'm not I'm not debating that. I'm just showing updated numbers. I'm not here to fight. I'm sick of fighting. We'll delete messages wanting to fight. Peace, love, and good health to all. What does that mean? That means that COVID-19 itself is real. It is real. I've had it. I know what it feels like. I've been around... Hundreds of trainees who have the coronavirus, who had the coronavirus. I've been locked in a building for the for for fourteen days in isolation because I had coronavirus. Everybody around me had coronavirus, right? I know it's real. I know that it has symptoms. I know that it makes you really sleepy. I know that it makes you just completely fatigued. I know that you'll probably have a sore throat and headache and stuff like that. And I know that it has killed people, which is unfortunate. And I. But you have to look and there's a graph about who is dying from this. It is the elderly. It is the very, very old. There's a reason why the death rate in Italy was so high. That's because Italy has an extremely high elderly population that virtually just got wiped out over a matter of a few weeks, which is unfortunate. That's imagine your grandpa or grandma dying from the coronavirus. That's still unfortunate. That's still a tragedy. But they're very, very old. Let's be real. This is life. This is human life. Really old people die from the smallest of things. Old people die when they fall down two stairs and break their hips. Old people die when they hit their heads. Old people die from the common cold. I'll probably die from the common cold. Who knows? This is life. This is unfortunate. But to shut down an entire global economy, over 9,210 deaths, this should be raising some serious red flags for you. It was never, ever about the masks. It was never about public safety. It was never about... It was... There is more. I'm not going to get too political into this episode. I'm not a political podcaster. I don't want to dive into politics. That's a rabbit hole. That's exhausting. And I don't want to get into it. However, I'm not going to insult your guys' intelligence to at this point to tell you that it was there's a lot more going on behind the scenes. It was never just about the masks. It was about silencing you. Now, as a soldier myself, do I blame the army for taking their Precautions about quarantining their soldiers and the isolations and the base lockdowns and stuff like that? No, absolutely not. I believe that the Army did the right thing for the most part when it came to their lockdowns and their preventative measures and their testing and stuff like that because they have interests to protect and those interests are their soldiers. And they were under the um, impression that this virus was killing hundreds of thousands of people. Now, my question to the DOD and my question to my every question that everybody should be asking themselves at this point is are these things is will the cdc announce this to the public media so what do i mean by that i mean that when the CDC found out these studies about the coronavirus, and they were under the impression that it's going to kill millions upon millions of people, and we demanded all these respirators, thousands upon thousands of respirators, and we forced these privately owned companies to make these respirators, they announced that publicly. Like you, I, I've never seen a news story spread so fast, so fast. Every every media outlet that ever existed, millions upon millions of articles published that. This pandemic, this is back in March, that the pandemic was coming and that we need to lock down and shut down. Everybody needs to get inside and, and, and shut up and let the scientists do their sciencey things. Now, will the CDC announce this publicly? Will they announce their new findings? I really doubt it because this study was funded and published like a week and a half ago, and it's just now coming out. The CDC has made virtually zero effort past that publication to disperse this to the media. Remember, I credit them for actually publishing that study and updating that. I'm telling you, somebody in the CDC is watching out for us. But now will the media tell the public? So you already know that the media, if, if they haven't already discovered that the coronavirus was severely exaggerated, will the media push the same stories that they did in March for the new data? My answer to that is no. I don't think so. They want to keep you afraid. They want to keep you scared. They want to keep you muzzled. They want to keep you silenced, especially with the election coming up. Keep that in mind. Is it, is it a coincidence that they're saying that the the lockdown and the quarantine is going to end in November? You tell me. And then now my other question is will Trump say anything about the recent CDC data? Right. So he sees the study updated. He sees that it's only killed about 9,210 people. He sees that the people who have died from the coronavirus had second and third conditions. They were 80 years plus, and most of them died in senior homes. This is all information coming from the CDC. I'm not pulling this out of my ass. Now, will Trump say anything about it? I don't know. I hope so. I hope he will. But also, I'm doubtful. You know, nothing against Trump, but truth in politics is different than let's say the truth that you and I share at the dinner table. Much more complicated. So with this new information coming out, I'm only hoping that the American people act upon this new data. We have found out at this point that the coronavirus isn't nearly as bad as we thought it was. We found out that we don't need masks anymore. We don't need masks anymore. We don't need to muzzle our our entire population. There's no need for keeping our kids out of school anymore. We can open back up the gyms. If you're hiding in your house because you're afraid, fear not. Because the CDC, who played God in March, is now telling you that everything is actually okay. Everything's okay. And to the Army, to the DOD, the Navy, the Air Force, who you know, locked down their bases and, you know, kept soldiers in isolation and restricted training movement and kept soldiers in AIT for three and four months. My message to those high-ranking generals is, and those sergeant majors and stuff like which I'm sure more than a few listen to this podcast is, are we at the point to where we can look at this data and start going back to normal operation tempo, op tempo? Are, are we at that point? If we know that the virus isn't actually killing a lot of people, are we able to go back to how it was back in March? Can we open back up the academies at full speed again? Can we push our soldiers through basic training without having them locked in a building for 30 days at a time? If we were so quick to listen to the CDC in March, I feel like we should be just as quick to listen to them now, right? And it's funny because I tell these people, I tell the people who were really, really quick on the coronavirus lockdown and the economic shutdown, I tell them now, I'm like, hey, Hey, the CDC um, just took back everything they said. They they said the coronavirus has only killed like 9,000 people in the last year. And then they immediately want to cling on to the narrative that we're in a mass pandemic so badly that they'll say something like, oh, well, science is really difficult or science is hard or the CDC is probably wrong. What? You were really quick to listen to the CDC back in March. And now all of a sudden the CDC tells you their are new studies and you're like, mm-hmm, science is confusing. What? Come on. That's cognitive dissonance. Let's be serious here. But I wanted to bring that to your guys' attention. I didn't want to get too much into politics. I didn't want to get too much into that. But I just wanted to let you know that this has been a serious update by the CDC and that things are going to start changing. I'm already noticing this study go viral. Now, I'm not jumping. I'm not so mad that I'm just jumping on this and I'm spreading on every platform ever. And I'm not going up around town putting up signs saying the CDC lied because I still want to sit on this information just a little bit longer and see what happens. And, um, see what updates the CDC provides now at this point my trust for the CDC is very very low however I still want to see what they're going to say in the upcoming weeks they do a publication every Wednesday or so so I'm really really curious to see how this is going to play out I'm really curious to see what our politicians which supposedly care so much about us and our economic well-being physical well-being mental health all that stuff like that I really want to see what they're going to say about this but I have a feeling nobody is going to say anything however However, we understand the power of the masses. We understand the power of sharing articles like this. At first, I was like, there's no way this is going to get out to the public. But then I'm thinking, if as much people spread this information about the CDC as much as possible, they will have no choice but to publish our stories. No choice. Now, does that mean that they're going to report on it truthfully? Does that mean they're going to report on it honestly? No. But they still have to talk about it. The more people we spread this to, the better. But in summary, COVID-19 was the biggest fraud in United States, in the history of the United States. I'm impressed at this point. That summarizes this episode. Spread this episode with your friends. One last quote I'll leave you guys with, and I want you to remember it too, but it's this quote. If the truth, I can't remember who this is from. I can't remember who this is from. God, I wish I knew this. Oh, that's right, right. If the world is against the truth, then I am against the world. It's as simple as that. If people are gonna react to this negatively, if people are gonna say that the CDC is now wrong, that we need to stay locked up you know, for the rest of the year until 2021, if we're gonna keep our kids locked in the house, if we're gonna keep taking our antidepressants, if we're gonna keep, if the world is gonna keep denying the truth, than I am against the world.